Welcome to Growing Up Boomer. I'm your host, Padre, with my co-host, Cotton. And this podcast is dedicated to the life and times of the baby boomer generation. The show is loosely scripted, and sometimes we'll go down rabbit holes, and where it leads us to, one will never know. This podcast can be informative, funny, and sometimes irreverent. But most of all, we hope you find it entertaining. Hey, Cotton, how you doing, my man? I'm doing fine. And yourself, Padre? Oh, not bad at all. You know, we're going to do uh, this episode, we're going to do trends of the 50s, 60s, and 70s. And Cotton, let me tell you, some of that stuff was pretty weird. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> well, even I, I, I had there. some. I was there. But only two of those, two of those years. <laughs> oh, but before we get started. As you know, we've had sad news. You know, the Queen of England passed away. Yes, right? yes. My wife's just watching all of this. There's this one spot, and I guess they they marched the casket for about a mile, very slow. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm not interested in it. I go yeah. off, and I come back a half hour later, and they're still walking. So what is this, a replay? She goes, no, <laughs> no, they're covering it all the way. Yeah, and I'm yeah. Going, I'm going like, honey, didn't we fight a revolutionary war so we wouldn't have to watch the BBC? <laughs> You would think she was our queen. Oh, man. I know. I know. Man, that's they why, preempt, uh, that's yeah. why I turned Showtime on or HBO. Yeah. Man, I'm going like, man, I, yeah, if I want that, I'll go to a streaming service. But, oh, uh, yeah. But, you know, I mean, she was a wonderful person and all. But, man, I'll tell you what. We are so, as Americans, we love royalty. <laughs> I can't yeah. believe it. Said that. You know, one other thing, too. My boys. We're, yeah. I don't know if you know this or not. But they enter competitions for smoking ribs. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Huh? Yeah. They have a big one here in Benicia every year. Okay. Huh. Yeah. They not only won the People's Choice this time, they won it mm-hmm. last time, but of course, it's been gone for two years because of the pandemic. Yeah. And, but now that the, the pandemic's over, or, you know, according to our president, well, they send it back. Not only did they win the People's Choice Award, they won the overall. And I'm telling you, this year, they made some awesome ribs, man. Oh, oh, wow. It was awesome. I mean, you know, these guys can cook like nobody's business. They're oh, better. They're, you know how I am. I love to cook. They put me to mm-hmm. shame. These guys cook so good. Really? Oh, wow. yeah. They are awesome. They cook. They <laughs> cook really good. And, and one last thing, you know how mm-hmm. I am a connoisseur of bad movies? Yes, a kind of sewer. Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> that's more like it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I saw one of the worst movies ever. I wanted to hate it, but I loved it. <laughs> I mean, I would see it again. It was so bad. What, what was it? Bullet Train with Brad Pitt. Oh, you're kidding. Oh, it was great. You know how much I love cartoonish violence like yeah. John Wick? This yes. was like watching a Looney Tune cartoon violence. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, it was great. <laughs> it was it was a cross between Fast and Furious and John Wick. Oh, man. <laughs> the only thing they could have done with the bullet train to put it up there with Fast and Furious is put the bullet tr- train in space like they did the 1985 Fiero in space. If they would have done that, they would have been equal. That's, <laughs> That's how crazy. bad it was. <laughs> but oh, I loved man. it. I will tell you this, it will somehow, some way, be in the Padre movie selection. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. That movie. Well, I, will, I will eventually have to watch it because Debbie is in love with Brad Pitt. So. Oh, and they have all kinds of uh, cameos in it. 
really? Yeah, they have a quick scene with Ryan Reynolds, uh, Sandra oh, Bullock's really? in it, Tatum. Really? Yo, God, it's great. <laughs> I'm going like, God, <laughs> you have to love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but having get let's get back to our uh, subject of trends of the fifties. Okay. Yes. Now you may mm -hmm. not know a lot of these. I do, because yes. a lot of these were tailing off at the beginning of the sixties. Okay. Yeah. Soda fountains. Yes. You mean you mean uh, like going up and taking your glass up there and like they still have? Or? No, no, no. If you look at the old Twilight Zone, they always have these guys behind the counter what looks like the little uh, paper hats. And they're giving you a oh, yeah. drink. Sure. That was big sure. in the 50s. Huh. That was big in the 50s. I mean, you knew you put a jute box, a dance floor, you know, <laughs> a little oh, and some teenagers. Teenagers, you got a party, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about this term? You remember the term soda jerk? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that comes, that is a pun from soda clerk. That is the formal name for it. Oh, you're kidding me. No, no. And the reason why they said, the reason why it was jerk, it was because of the of the unit. You know how you make a shake? You know, uh -huh. and you, you put it under the machine, and it, the machine, the glass would jerk. It. Yeah. So they, they would call it the jerking motion. So it was inspired by the jerking action of the server. So it was oh, called, really? yeah, <laughs> so they would call the soda jerk. Oh, what a crack. Oh, yeah. And these guys had their own, uh, like, kind of lingo. Right, mm -hmm. like if somebody wanted a glass of milk, they would say, uh -huh. "Yeah, they would say they need a baby, <laughs> a strawberry milkshake in the hay." Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Coca Cola with ice, scratch one. Really? Yeah, yeah. This is weird stuff. Coffee was called draw one, and if you really wanted strong coffee, it was draw one from the south. Wow! Wow! <laughs> and then there was one with a drink. If you wanted extra ice, heavy on the hail. Oh, yeah. yeah, baby. Oh, and this one. How about this one? Egg creams. Egg cre Oh, it's like eggnog? No, that's what I thought. I had to look that one up. It's yeah. shorthand for chocolate soda with some milk. Really? Oh, that's so <laughs> gross. Like a cream chocolate soda. And they still sell them today. Really? Oh, uh. man. That, that would just gross me out. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one, cement. 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 Did that mean it All right. constipated him and uh, <laughs> tried to push it out? Like well, maybe cement. after you had this extremely thick milkshake or custard, you would be. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Some of this stuff is just unbelievable. And yeah. how about this one? How about this one? You'll know this one probably from watching Happy Day. A poodle skirt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, my sister had one. Yeah. And, 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 uh, and, and Kathy used to wear them, too. Oh, really? when she was when she was very young yeah oh yeah uh, yes yeah. everybody everybody had one All right. huh. now did you know how the poodle skirt started though no i don't okay the poodle skirt goes all the way back to 1947 this actress singer julie lynn charlotte she was about 25 was invited to a um, christmas party but uh -huh. had nothing festive to wear you know material she had no sewing skills so her mom worked at this uh, material factory and she got mm -hmm. this felt, right? So all she did was get the felt, lay it out, cut a big circle with a circle in the middle yeah. and just put a little whimsical uh, Christmas motif on, on the dress itself. Uh, yeah. Everybody loved it. She got more, she had more compliments at the party and soon they were asking her to make some because they couldn't find them anywhere. She actually started a fashion company making these kind of dresses. 
Really? Yeah, and it was cool and it was that? still in business till the eighties. Wow, that 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 amazes me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'm just like wow. Oh, how about this one? Sock hops. Yeah. Yep. The dance. It was a dance, but why did they call them sock hops? I don't know. Because there was always high school dances, right? I don't know if there were still high school dances when you were going to high school. Of course, then again, you were a Catholic school, so they didn't dance much anyway. Yeah, yeah. We we had a couple of them, but it yeah. was like seniors only kind of thing. Right, right. Well, this one was for high school dances, where it typically was informal, but it was uh, chaperoned. Mm-hmm. But the teenagers had to remove their shoes and dance in their socks to protect the gymnasium floor. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you combine that with a little rock and roll, <laughs> you know what, the jitterbug? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, you know, this a lot was... of concussions. Too, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dick Clark had seen that and started the American Bandstand because that was oh. us like, oh, wow, you know, we could do this and, you know, bring the, bring, uh, make this a TV show. Wow. So that wow. was part of it. And wow. Then this one was, was interesting. The conical bra. Comical? <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is something me. that Madonna made very popular. It was known as the bullet bra or the torpedo bra. <laughs> it was a bra that came to points. <laughs> so be careful. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Poke out your eye. You'll, <laughs> you'll shoot your eye out. But that was big. You know, and you could see that in the 60s in some of these movies. Like, I think Goldfinger did that. Uh huh. Of course, I always had the tight sweater, and you know, so to accentuate the points. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, another big trend were sideburns, thanks to Elvis Presley and James Dean. Yeah. You know, that was the leather jacket, sideburns, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Another yeah. another big thing was drive-in movies. Yes. That was big. Yes. That was big. Actually, started opened in 1933, but really hit its heyday in the 50s. Wow. And then wow. uh, you'll remember, oh, no, you won't remember this one because you were far too young. I had one of these, a coonskin cap. No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I that. remember Davy Crockett, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, coonskin cap. Disney series 1954, I used to watch it all the time. Now, the, get this, Disney sold $100 million in coonskin caps really that's a lot of coonskin caps man yeah i mean you think about how much they were back then yeah (laughs) that is a lot of caps and that's probably when you can get into disneyland for a nickel (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah cheap real cheap all right how about this one i'm sure you'll remember this one the hula hoop oh yes all righty big time Uh in 50s Yep. And what was the company that made it? Whammo. Yeah, Whammo. That's right. What yeah, else? Yeah. They always made those weird, the Frisbees from Whammo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This, <laughs> this, and you know the thing about the funny about the hula hoops? They uh-huh. can trace the, not the, not the hula hoop, but the hoop itself all the way back to Egyptian, Greek, and Roman times. Really? Yep. And then if you ever notice a picture of a scene of the 1900s, You'll see the bike with the big wheel. Oh, uh huh. The women walking around in the corsets and stuff like that. And there's always a kid with a hoop and he's hitting it with a stick to make it go. Yeah. Yeah. So the hoop has been around. Yeah. The hoop has been around for ages. But this one guy, uh, he's the one who started uh, Whammo, Arthur uh, Miller. 
mm-hmm. was estimated that they sold 25 million hula hoops in the first four months of production alone. Wow. Wow. Yeah, you got that. Did you remember Leatherman sweaters and Leatherman jackets? No. I know what they are, but I never had one, no. Yeah. Well, I did letter in sports, and not mm-hmm. because I was good, but because we took the championship and everybody got a letter. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you don't. I was so embarrassed I didn't buy a jacket. There was no way I was buying a jacket. I didn't score any points through the entire season, and it was like a mercy letter. (laughs) So I'm going like, no, I'm not buying myself a jacket. No way. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right. One last thing that was great in the 50s. I'm sure there's a lot more, but I just want to get into the 60s and 70s because that's when it really starts getting good. Mm-hmm. The 3D movies were invented. Yeah. Wow, that's a long time ago. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. 1952, the first movie, Buona Devil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And the reason why I mentioned that is you'll uh, never guess who got his start in that one. Who? Robert Stack. Really? He's in that movie. <laughs> He's an engineer who's trying to build the, what they call the Uganda Railroad. Uh-huh. But there's two deadly lions that, that think otherwise. <laughs> so they, they're going like, you know what? We don't want no stinking railroad. <laughs> and what was that? It was kind of like the same movie. Remember the latest one, The Ghost in the Shadow? Remember the two lions that had Michael Douglas in it? That kind of reminds me of that. Oh. That was the first one. Once that one was so successful, they made a slew of them. There was one, get this one. Remember the House of Wax? Oh, yeah. With Vincent Price? That was one of them. Yep. 1953. And here's one of your favorite, Robot Monster. We talked about the bad one. Yep. Robbie the Robot. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, no. This is Robot Monster. This is the one with the gorilla suit. The Delver, the Diver's Helmet, and the Antennae. Remember, we talked about that one in the movies. That was one of the bad ones. Another one they made was Kiss Me Kate in the 50s, 1953, which is a great movie. I would recommend it for everybody. You know, I'm not a big musical guy, but this one I really like. They actually made that one in 3D. It's kind of like a playoff of the Shakespeare play, Taming of the Shrewd. Oh, uh uh-huh. So it's kind of like that, you know, that. You know, now and then you have to, I get in touch with my feminine side, you know? <laughs> Just don't touch your feminine side. <laughs> oh, here's another one. 1953. They were, they were dropping them like puppies. I'm telling you, it came from outer space. That was, a, yes. that was a really, that wasn't, yeah. that, that one was bad, but it wasn't bad enough to make the bad movies of the fifties that we did uh, last week or whatever. Mm-hmm. Hondo. You remember Hondo? Yeah. That John Wayne movie, they also made that one in 3D. Really? Yes, sir. And Creature wow. from the Black Lagoon, 1954. Wow. Alfred, wow. Yeah. Alfred Hitchcock, Dial M for Murder, did that one in 3D. Didn't How the West Was One also do that? I remember going with my dad and mom to the um, mm-hmm. the Cinerama Dome when it was looked like a big half go- golf ball. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if it was or not. They, it may have been. But yeah. 3D back then was those funky little glasses. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they had on that one album by Grand Funk Railroad, Shining On. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You, you yeah, take them off and you look and, and you had 3D. That's the way mm-hmm. 3D was back then. And oh, the yeah. last one I'm going to mention for the 1950s. Yes. Revenge of the Creature. This this was Re- Creature from the Black Lagoon. But this right. one... This one was, and the only reason why I mentioned it, because it is a bad one. Remember, we reviewed that one last week as a bad one. Right, right. The thing I didn't mention is this movie is a screen debut of Clint Eastwood. Oh, yeah, that's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going, oh, man, I'm sure he wants that one to be gone. <laughs> but then again, as old as he is, he don't care. Oh, yeah, I think he'd love it. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, here, here we go. The funny thing is, in the 60s, it, the 3D kind of went away. They remember they were doing westerns? Yeah. And that was the big things, Magnificent Seven. And near the end of the 60s, they were starting to get gritty, kind of gory, more or less. But right. then in the 70s, they ran out of ideas, so they bent back to, to, uh, to 3D movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's one for 72, Prison Girls. So no, you, but it sounds good. Yeah. So you can imagine. I mean, you know what? I was reading the description on that one, and for the seventies, this was basically soft core porn. <laughs> That's what it said. You know, I'm going prison girl. Yeah, it was billed as a 3D adult movie. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and here's here's another one. Andy Warhol's Frankenstein. Yeah, I uh, I don't, I just can't remember that one. I, oh, it was rated X because of the gore. That's it was just a gruesome movie. Oh, okay, so you you didn't have anything jumping out of you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course you did. No, you know? I mean for an X film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay, but it was it was that for the gore because it was pretty gory for the time. Yeah. All right. Here's another one. In 1974, The Playmates. You can imagine no. about this one. Okay. I looked this one up and it says a sex a sex researcher creates a documentary about swingers. So you know what that's going on there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this one, a man with a maid, 1975. With a maid? With a maid. <laughs> <laughs> I can just Look at imagine. this. Get this one. Get this one. This is a description. I've heard of none of these. These are all 3D. A wealthy Victorian man buys an asylum and turns it into his own love shack. <laughs> so you can see where all of these are going, okay? Surfer oh, yeah. Girls, 1976. Mm-hmm. You can imagine what's going on there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Ape, 1976. Ape? Yes. Jeez, nope. Okay, are you ready for this one? This uh-huh. is about a giant ape that escapes from a ship. Just off the course of well, just off the coast of Korea. Okay. <laughs> oh man. And it's kind of like a remake of like a King Kong type of thing. But oh, it turns really? out to be a disaster. Uh, it sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> Starlet's nineteen seventy seven. We know what that's gonna be. Disco dolls in hot skin. I don't even need to get into that one, right? Wow. No, I guess I missed that one. <laughs> <laughs> and this has an edited version and an unedited version. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, edited version is 71 minutes. The uncut version is listed at 80 minutes. Wow. So you can imagine what's going on most of the time in this one. Yeah. But for 78, one honorable mention. Uh-huh. The Magnificent Bodyguards. 
This is the first film in Hong Kong created by 3D. Really? Yes. The movie stars, are you ready? Jackie uh, Chan. Really? It's really bad. And they re-released it in 2002 on DVD. <laughs> I'm sure Jackie Chan wishes never to be spoken about this movie ever. Oh, oh I bet. <laughs> and just a few for, and it's still going. Now, of course, the 3D movies today are actually very good, like Avatar, Pi, and stuff like that. But some of these, oh, uh, it, they even made them in the 80s. Like, like there was nothing else. Like, mm -hmm. uh, coming at you. <laughs> it was a Western, <laughs> about 3Ds. Coming uh, at you, but a bank robber. But he goes after <laughs> to rescue his wife who was kidnapped. Parasite. So we know what that one's about. <laughs> yeah. Some scientist <laughs> creates a parasite. Yeah. Attaches himself to it, and then he goes around killing people. <laughs> Friday the 13th, part three, is 3D. Yeah, I don't think I saw it in 3D. Yeah, Amityville Am 3D. Really? Yes, sir. Wow. And through Jaws 3D, 1983. Yeah, I remember when that was 3D, yes. Metal Storm 1983 by Sci-Fi Movie. Right. Space, hmm. Space Hunter, 1983. Again, hmm. just a, kind of sci-fi weird ones. Treasure of the Four Crowns, right? Action movie, so you know there's a lot of stuff coming at you. The same Dave. people who made coming at you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and the last one, Star Chaser, The Legend of Warren. And that's just, you know, just weird, weird, weird stuff. For and, and all in 3D. All in 3D. Everything I gave you was 3D. Wow. All right. Wow. Let's get into the 60s, because the 60s also had some interesting stuff. Are you okay. ready? Are you ready? Yep. Yep. Know. Of course, because there's like hippies and all kinds of weird stuff. Revolutionary wars. I mean, there were assassinations, so the, some of the trends were unreal. Are you ready yeah. for the first one? Okay. Barbie doll. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like that'd be a good one, though. Yeah. <laughs> Sales of merchandise reaching a whopping $100 million by 1965. Wow. Yeah, Ruth Handler was wow. a creator. And, of course, as you know, uh, she got the model of the doll when she was in Germany. And they had like a little cartoon of a, shall we call it, a um, woman of the night. And no. Yeah, it's a little cartoon, like kind of like a Betty Boop type of cartoon. Yeah. yeah. Right? And she they modeled it after her because what she did is she used to, because back then, the only dolls you can buy were baby dolls. She noticed her daughter playing with the paper dolls and putting clothes on them. You could buy the paper dolls and you could put clothes on them, but giving them adult roles. So she thought, man, what a great way to, that's what we need. And so she saw that, made that doll, and the rest is history. <laughs> that was the start of Mattel. Yeah. As well. Wow. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. Another thing was bell bottoms. Yeah, I had bell bottoms. Correct. But the point being... Bell bottoms back then were for like the young people, yes. right? Because yes. remember, they were like a, 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 from the um, uh, like Navy uniforms, the bell bottoms. It became a fa fashion statement for the hippies sure. of the 60s. Sure. But they came mainstream in the 70s. Right. right. And that's probably when the, the flares came in. Yeah. Do you remember? So it wasn't too big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you own a pair of Angel Flights? Yeah. Well, that's when, that's when you and I could fit in them, huh? Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I can wear those now. Yeah, I know. 
<laughs> you, you dare fart in there and you'd, you'd explode. <laughs> Another good thing. Ready, ready for this? Beatlemania yes. was big. Yes. I mean, I watched a special on the Beatles and just how people were crazy. I mean, if they oh, would yeah. get caught in a, a crowd, they would have tore them apart. Oh, exactly. Oh, exactly. man. Yeah, they came yeah. up with uh, like Beetle Boots. Right. A few other and, things. And you're, and you're talking to a guy who right now is, is drinking water out of a the Beatles glass. Oh, and, just and I've how, got three how, series of Beatle cards. Oh, that's right. You do have that. I do have a few mm -hmm. of them, but not like you. I mean, I collected baseball cards. You've got you've got the weirdest cards. I mean, you got the Beatles cards. <laughs> I think you've got monkey cards. You know? Yeah, yeah. Man from Uncle. Yeah, I got. Them. Oh man, I would kill for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But Beatlemania, they came up with some stuff. See, what else did they come up with? Nehru jackets. Was that it? Nehru jackets. That's yep. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, yep. Mine was yellow, but it had gold that came around for the neck piece. And I don't know. I think somebody made it for me. <laughs> and uh, I think I wore it twice. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, I thought maybe you were just wearing it because you're going to be a priest, you know, kind of had that priestly look. Uh, yeah. Not with the colors in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> and how about this one? Are you ready for this one? Okay. Go-go boots. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yep. And you know what? I didn't realize what go-go stands for. What's it stand for? No, I didn't. I didn't either. Go-go is French for glamour. Oh. So it's that makes go sense. Go-go yeah. boots were glamour boots. Huh. What a trip. I mean, from New York to L.A., go-go boots were the thing. Or, and that's mm. what, and that's the thing about, uh, like, whiskey a go-go means whiskey glamour. Huh, what a yeah, trip. The first whiskey a go-go was, was in 19, I think, 1947, established in Paris. And it was named after a British novel called Whiskey Glamour. So it called the Whiskey a go-go. Huh. Did you ever go to the Whiskey a go-go? No. I went one time. No. Did you really? Oh, yeah. See, you don't know huh. me, man. I mean, I went there. Yeah. There was another uh, place in actually El Sereno called Itchy Foot Moose. <laughs> yeah, we used to get in. I used to have a buddy who used to be able to get us into these places. How about this one? Lava lamps. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was. I think. Did you ever have a lava lamp? I didn't. My sister did. Oh, okay. I can't remember. No, I, I, I did not. You plug it in and the bubbles just kind of yeah. colored bubbles and just float yeah. around in there. Yeah. I guess you had to be into drugs to really enjoy that. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Another another big fashion thing, mini skirts. Yeah, those were all right. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, the whole thing behind the mini skirts was like it was the beginning of the woman liberation movement because they were just so conservative in the 50s. Remember, mm -hmm. they even went with the micro minis. Oh, yeah. I mean, they really went short on some of these. Yeah, it's kind Wasn't of like it, it was kind of like showing it all was the was the theme of the whole of that whole fashion. Yeah, yeah. Oh, how about this one? The smiley face. Oh yeah, yeah, that was big. You know the guy who 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 did that one, Harvey Ross Ball. You know how much you know how much money he made off of that? No, forty five bucks. What? <laughs> he sold the rights for forty five dollars in nineteen sixty three. Oh, he man. never trademarked it. What he was doing, he was working for an advertising agency, and Ball was hired by a client 
of the agency to come up with something that would comfort employees. Amazingly enough, the smiley face ended up smoothing the entire world, right? You just feel good about it. Have a happy day, right? Yeah. <laughs> Tie-dye t-shirts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I even tie-dyed my t-shirts. Oh, you did yours? Yeah, I did two of them. Oh, good. Yeah, that was it. Do you still have them? <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. Okay. But you know me. I still have my lunch money from grammar school. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I wore those babies till they were just like paper then. Oh, God. <laughs> and then uh, how about turtlenecks? Oh, yeah. Yeah, those, yeah, were, those were big. Those yep. were big. I mean, with mm-hmm. Steve McQueen and Paul Newman wore them, you yeah. know they were big. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't man, uh, Ilya Kuryakin warm, too? <laughs> and Man from Uncle. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That yeah, was big, yeah. too. Oh, you know, speaking of the 60s, I don't know if you went through this. You know, there was always, like, vacations everybody took as a kid during the 60s. Mm-hmm. And one was, and it was kind of like a day trip, a beach. You'd go to the beach. You probably went with your family quite a bit with the beach, right? Yeah. Did, did your parents ever pull the staycation? Staycation? Yeah. No, I. What, what's that? <laughs> you stay at home. <laughs> oh no, no! You couldn't do that with five kids. <laughs> you stayed at home and stay. Well, I was only one, so the staycation. Or how about this? Did you ever go camping with your parents? No. All right. I don't know what this we is. We weren't camping people. Well, that's it. Like for instance, my dad grew up in the urban areas. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not rural, urban, but yet it's like they have this this the sense of getting back to their roots. Mm. Wait, you grew up in Linwood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want to go camping? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, how about this one? When you had to stay at Grandma's house, well, where are we going? I says, you're going on vacation. Where, well, where are you taking me? He says, we're going to Paris. Oh, oh okay, you know, and you end up, really? you're going to find out a week. Yeah, you end up that you're staying a week at Grandma's house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you know, there was always a road trip, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, how about let's get back into the uh, quick thing on the cool kids growing up in the 70s, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, and some of this my kids went through in the 80s as well. Okay. Remember the big thing? Star Wars toys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they were, I remember one time for Christmas, mm-hmm. I bought my son and my younger son a Darth Vader Star Wars image. Uh-huh. It's a big case, and it was a shit. The head was Darth Vader, and you put all your uh, figurines in, in this big case. So we bought each of my sons one of those cases and four figurines. I think it held like 24, so they could earn money. Right? They wow. would do their, and then they would buy the rest. Well, mm-hmm. we give it to them, and you know, we're all, oh, Christmas is going on. And all of a sudden, they come up and my uh, youngest son says, oh, where's my figurines? And I look over, and I said, your brother has them. So my brother squindled all of this figurine, <laughs> saying, oh, your mom has all of these, and he's got all these figurines in his hand. The younger one chases the old one down the hallway, tackles them, and they're fighting in the hallway. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Unbelievable. All right, this was big, too, and I can't believe I wore these. Tube socks. Of course. I still do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the stripe, right? The two stripes on them. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, the, the, this was this was a, a short-lived one, a chopper-looking bike with a banana seat. 
You remember that one? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and instead of having the um, how you change the gears on the handles, they had like a stick shift in the middle. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was uh, well, that was we, we we made our own. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> we seriously we got pipe mm-hmm. and added on to the the um, the fork. Yeah. And and gave us you know the wheel out further. And oh, yeah, I had that yeah. and had that seat and uh I gotta tell you, you never wanted to start off fast. Because <laughs> that thing would flip over like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> this one, how about this one? Do you remember this one? Stretch Armstrong. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Do you know what was in that thing that made it stretch? No. It was corn syrup. <laughs> <laughs> that goose stuff was just like caro. <laughs> remember oh, corn syrup? Man. <laughs> Do you remember this one? Shrinky Dinks. Yeah, Shrinky Dinks. Yeah. I mean, you, well, who Dinks thought this on me? Yeah. No, it was, that was Winky Dink, wasn't it? No, no, this is Shrinky Dinks. And what you would do is they're, 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 they're about like six inches. I think they were about six inches. And you color uh, them up, right? You color them up. Then you put them in the oven and they shrink. Oh, really? I mean, who thought this up? Putting yeah, plastic in yeah. the oven? <laughs> how about this one? How about this one? The Nerf ball. Oh, yeah. Remember how they used to advertise them? No. It used to promise you can't hurt babies or old people. <laughs> you can't break windows or lamps. Exactly. Now, that's not true. You can yeah, damage a lamp yeah. pretty easy with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> now, oh, yeah. of course, you. I don't think you were into this, but you remember this was big time in the 70s, Tiger Beat for teenagers. No. Okay, there's only so much you can know about David Cassidy, all righty, and, and, yeah. and Donny Osmond and Scott Bale. That there's only much. There's only so much you can know about them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, was Donny Osmond, is he dreamy or is he super dreamy? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, you know you're in an affluent decade when you can sell people pet rocks. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? Oh, pick, yeah. Well, I just pick up a rock and paint it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pet rocks. I can't believe they were popular back in back in the seventies. Yeah, neither can I. <laughs> now this one I hear sometimes on on the Big Bang, superhero underoos. <laughs> Remember underwear no. like superheroes? No, never had those. <laughs> no, neither have I. Yeah. Remember, there's five in my family. I was the youngest. Uh, <laughs> no, no money for those things. <laughs> and there's there's moon boots. Those were big time. Moon boots. Moon boots. They're just ugly looking boots, is all. Oh, oh, they okay. they were they were yeah they, they you know they we had this obsession with the moon landing right and the boots were designed to uh-huh. make them look like they were from like you're a NASA astronaut. Oh, gotcha. uglier than sin. That's all. That's all yeah. you got to know. They were just ugly. <laughs> All right. I bet this one, the $6 million man dolls. You remember that one? That was, that yeah, was big. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it looked just like a Lee. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And then uh, who was it? Uh, G.I. Joe, all of those type of big dolls type of thing. They're like 12 inches tall and they were all yeah. big time. And this is the bell bottoms. Again, were, were, big, were big then, but they were big for adults, not just for hippies and young people. They became mainstream, oh. remember? Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. How about this one? The Goody Super Comb. Goody Super Comb? Yeah, they were those big old combs, and you'd see a lot of them in afros. Oh, comb. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what did you think I was? No, I don't want to know what you think I was saying. I thought it was a big ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) And the album to have, if you remember this one, the album to have was the David Bowie Diamond Dogs. Yeah. Remember that was was a weird looking album cover. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or how about you? Like $20 and quarters to go play Pac-Man. (laughs) <laughs> remember all those all those games miss pac-man pac-man you know uh, oh yeah yeah uh, and here's a big one here's a big one the afro remember okay oh, yeah mm-hmm. you know like everybody had like like bob ross <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that's what the whole idea is though i mean you had you know like you know sly stone and you had all of these guys that, and, and gals that looked great like diana ross had the fro and sure Sure. When people like us get them, we just look like Bob Ross. Okay, <laughs> exactly. that that yeah. is it. And if you remember, somehow my wife convinced me to get a to get an afro. Remember a perm? Yeah. And you saw that picture on my 60th birthday. Yeah. <laughs> if you remember that, I oh, thought I, I had, remember it. I thought <laughs> I burned them all. It's edged uh, in my brain. <laughs> yeah. How bad was that? How did she convince uh, me to do that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, well, it's etched in your brain, not because of that picture, because you were the only white guy there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you and That's your wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did your wife say? I, I didn't know Joe was Mexican. <laughs> yeah, just look at tattoos all around you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was funny. And then you gravitated to my 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 uh, daughter-in-law quit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, so that was funny. Oh, how about Micronauts? You remember no. micro, Micronauts? Nah, uh-uh. This was long before the Transformers. Okay, except at least the Transformers, they kind of stood together, right? And you could yeah. switch them and stuff like that. Yeah, this one you had around. to take apart. <laughs> and you're oh, always really? losing the parts, yeah. <laughs> so hey, that was, was a way to get you back to buy another one. Yeah, exactly. You lose the parts. <laughs> How about this one? How about sweatbands? Sweat bangs? Yeah, you put them around your head, sweatbands. Remember, like John Mockenroe? Oh, bands. Yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or kids used to put them in there to think they were like Rocky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember when he's he's running and he's got his sweatbands on? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, this was an interesting one. The Lip Smackers. Lip snack smackers. No. Lip smackers. It was a gloss, a flavored gloss. Oh, really? Yes. And they had flavors like Dr. Pepper, 7-Up, Good and Plenty really? Licorice, and Orange Crush. For kids wow. or for teenagers. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and we got one more cotton and I'm got to end it because we're running a little long. This one is great. For the seventies, baby, okay. baby alive, baby, you got me. Baby alive was a actual size doll of a baby, and it would actually eat and drink. It was a creepy looking thing. Wow, that would make me drink. And it would like the babies for the next level. This was done by Hasbro in 1973, and it actually had a mechanical mouth that would suck down disgusting baby food mix. 
that oh, you'd make up. You gotta be kidding me. Yeah, and water and stuff like that. But not only <laughs> that, okay, not only did it eat the food, guess what happens mm. after you eat food? It throws it up? <laughs> no. That would probably, you know what? If they could have done that, they would have done it. It poops <laughs> in its diapers. Oh, God. Exactly. Oh, unbelievable. You know, I go, what is this? So that was called, it's called Baby Alive. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you could see, and, and, and you think about today's trends, I can't think of any other than gaming. You yeah, know. yeah. You know what? what? Maybe we're too old. But uh, <laughs> you yeah, might be right. you, really, you really can't um, can't uh, maybe you know the the billion dollar tennis shoes that they cost. I don't know. It's uh, yeah. What's it? The Jordan, the yeah. Jordans maybe, and yeah. But, but that yeah, was, I think that's kind of like back a little bit because, like for instance, you know, I myself have a have a grandson that's eleven years old. So I figured I figured out what the trends. What does he do? He just games. All right. That's all he is. This kid yeah. is 11 years old. He's already coding games. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's actually had a game that's been played on YouTube by one of these influencers and wow. him, telling him, hey, that's a pretty good game. I mean, this kid's 11 years old and he's doing, uh, he will actually, he just turned 11. He's doing this when he's 10 years old. He's coding. I'm going, wow. man. <laughs> and well, I, I see got, him play. I, I have the Nintendo. And, <laughs> yeah, that's, and it's still sitting underneath the TV and not hooked up. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me put it this way. I'm at Pong level. That's it. Okay. I can't Pong do anything. Level. Yeah. In other words, that's where I'm gaming at is at Pong. <laughs> you know, oh, okay. it's only one. It's only one dial or the Wii. <laughs> that's it. I can't do anything else. <laughs> This kid, I mean, I've never seen fingers move so fast in my life when he's playing. I know. And then, he's, and then he goes, oh, he's, and he, he loves my computer because it's not only is a touchscreen, but he codes everything on my computer. No uh, way. Really? And I'm going how, like, how old is he? He's 11 now, but he's been doing this since he's like nine years old. Jeez. <laughs> Unbelievable. You know, don't, so. don't give him the, your, your savings account number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right about that, man. Oh, okay. Well, Cotton, I'm afraid we're going to have to bring this one to a close, man. But this one's been an interesting one. I... All right. All right, my man. You have a great one, okay? Nos vemos después. We'd like to thank you for listening and leave you with this quote from Phyllis Diller. I want my children to have all the things I couldn't afford. Then I want to move in with them. Until next time, may God bless.